Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast is sponsored by fine people like Roland Ledger. This is Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast. Follow me, follow the idol race. Follow Me Follow is the fifth track on the first Idol Race album, The Birthday Party, released in September 1968. Dave Pritchard sang lead on the verses and Jeff Lynne handled the vocals on the choruses. In the number 6 1989 issue of the Face the Music fanzine, Gil wrote, Follow Me Follow, the only track on side one which was strangely not put out as a single, especially as it was probably the most likely to succeed. It had a lighter feel and a beautiful string arrangement and floating melody with the obligatory catchy chorus. It was covered by Tinkerbell's Fairy Dust in 1969 and former Knight Rider leader Mike Sheridan in 1970. Follow me. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsensen. And this is the Idol Race's blatant attempt at getting a hit. Liberty screwed that all up. Again... I'm wondering if the same numbnuts who pick the singles for Secret Messages is also picking the singles for this album. Because other than Rock and Roll is King, they picked all the wrong singles to release from Secret Messages. And Liberty's not doing a good job with this. I understand why you didn't release Here We Go Around the Lemon Tree. Because the numbnuts over at the Moves label said, no, we're going to release this. And they released it about a couple weeks before the Idol Race was all set to do it. And then... That went to hell because, for obvious reasons, the Idol Race and the label didn't want people to think, well, the Idol Race is just a cover band. And we proved that in the podcast because I kept calling the Move version the original version, even though I knew full well the Idol Race was the original version. Just the Move one was released first. And I can understand why you didn't release I Like My Toys, because you don't want to cut into a charity's profit. Because why would you want to buy that charity record? I'll end that sentence there but I'm going to continue. (laughs) Why would you want to buy that charity record when you already got the Idol Race one? Dollar over at Patreon. Yeah, I think it's a dollar or something. Yeah, it's (laughs) it's whatever you want. One, two, three dollars. You get all the goodies. Plus, no commercials. So I understand why those two weren't released. It was just bad luck, bad timing. Why this one wasn't released, I don't know. I don't get it. That's, that's your obvious hit right there. I mean, the other ones, I can understand why they might not be hits. They're quirky. They're... They're great songs. I just wouldn't say they're bullseye aimed for your top 40 charts. This one is. This one is definitely 1968 top 40 
Casey Kasem, maybe whatever the British version of Casey Kasem, uh, British top 40, here you go, here's your big hit. And it might have even done something over here. I don't think it would have got the top 40, but it definitely would have, I think, would have gotten some airplay over here, which would have been a first for the idol race. But, no, 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 we're just going to sit on this, it's going to be a hidden album track, and you're not going to get your big hit that you've been trying for, but things have just been working against you, and now the record company's working against you. But anyways, it's a damn good song. Dave Pritchard does some fantastic lead singing. And I love it when Jeff Lynne comes in to hear the the two of them together. And Jeff's voice is wonderful in this. And the strings and the tune of it, it's so easy for a melody, at least the the singing part, to go really wrong. Because it kind of soars up to high notes and kind of floats along and, and up and down and all that. And if not done right, it just becomes a joke. But fortunately, Dave Pritchard and Jeff Lynne can sing really well. And they nailed it. I will not be saying the same when we get to the end of the cover segment. I accidentally listened to this song a while back thinking it was going to be our next one. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited. And then I found out what we were really doing. (laughs) Yeah, I think we were going into the live (laughs) album. The move live album. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I was more than happy to listen to this again. Yeah. So far, even though the move are so much more well known, Idol Race, at least for their debut album, are knocking it out of the park. I know some some of the songs on here kind of don't fit the pattern of the album because they were singles released beforehand. But they're still good. And this doesn't feel as inconsistent and all over the place as the move does, which is ironic since this is more quirky than the move album. Yeah. I think it's because Idol Race at this point are showing more who they actually are rather than just trying to see what'll stick <laughs> Yeah, when they throw mud at a wall. So I really cannot think was this supposed to be a single was this planned to be one i didn't see anything that even suggested well that they were thinking of releasing this as a single so i'm gonna guess that no nobody thought well we'll release this as a single stupid yeah i i don't understand that thought process because this is so obviously a radio hit Mm. it's well produced I mean, even the string section doesn't make it sound mushy, which, once again, the strings are a 60s thing. These were added in pretty much after the song was done. Yeah. I really like the folk rock feel to it. You're getting more influences in here from other things other than psychedelic music. Yeah, the two-part vocals on it, that drumming in the background... That very intricate drum pattern in the background. The only thing that's missing is some more of that Jeff Lynne guitar work. You do hear a little bit more of Jeff Lynne's guitar work in the alternate version. don't think was released until it came out on the cd of the idol race back to the story disc the strings are gone 
They're replaced with Jeff Lynne doing some lead guitar work with some effects on it. And when Jeff Lynne sings, it's not the same sort of sound as Dave Pritchard. It's like Jeff is singing through a telephone. a minute shorter. It cuts out a verse or two, I think. But it's not that much different than the one that made it to the album. Yeah, I do like the album version better, which surprises me because, yeah, when I was thinking of putting the strings to stuff, one thing that comes to mind is the first album by Genesis, from Genesis to Revelation, where the early single versions of some of the songs were just the band and then jonathan king came in for the album added all these strings and everything and pretty much ruined it for a lot of people here they really work to emphasize the song a bit even though i like the alternate version with just the guitar and the voices and drums and everything i think it's a good song i like it stupid that liberty did not release it as a single this is your guaranteed hit right here it's almost like the record company did everything they could to sabotage the band. <laughs> yeah. Because from what I'm hearing here, Idle Race should have been not huge, but a lot more well-known than they are. Yeah, they should have been at least been noticed. Yes. And I think that Liberty, for the most part, I mean, good on them for actually releasing the album in the U.S. and releasing it in its actual full form and not butchering it but not promoting it either and not doing anything to actually get the band a hit. Got something to say about? Follow me, follow. Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Follow you, follow me. Enjoy the podcast? Then let us know with the universal expression of love, cash. You get swell extras when you subscribe at patreon.com slash ELOPod. For $1, $2, or $3 a show, you get expanded episodes that include more conversation, discussion about remakes, full lyrics reading, ELO origin stories, and other goodies you can only hear in the expanded episodes through a Patreon subscription. Help a poor man build a pretty dream. And give us lots of money at patreon.com slash ELOPod. Face the Music, a pre-ELO song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read and reply to it on the show. Keep up to date by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. Subscribe to our YouTube page, the Electric Light Orchestra Podcast Channel, to hear other goodies. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELOPod or PayPal using the podcast's email address. Or send a check or money order to P.O. Box 1932, Superior, Arizona 85173. Next week, on with the show.
Mm-hmm. Then I can buy a house with a stable internet connection. Yes. Right. <laughs> I think we're done here. I think we're done here. Because I have no idea what Eric is saying sometimes. And not, not in the usual way <laughs> that that happens. That's normal. Yeah. <laughs> Can't he? Follow Me Follow is superior orchestrated psych pop. <laughs>